my personal feeling is the dynamics of a global market increasingly with interdependencies among nation states is, is a moving train. It's not something that you can look back at history and learn from. And there's all kinds of consequences that is difficult to understand and may not be totally predictable. But the fact of the matter is that uh, every day we all become more interdependent upon what's going on in China, what's going on in Europe, what's going on in other places of the world. And, and that affects, that, that has consequences that I don't even fully understand. It's a different world today in doing business globally than it was when I led ServiceMaster just 15 years, 10, 10 years ago. I would, I would also say that, you know, I've heard that question, what can we do, what can the church do to support the people in the business community? And quite frankly, I think that the best thing that you can do is share Jesus with them, uh, share, give them uh, the, the um, foundation so that they can seek after God for themselves because he is wisdom and, and there is no, I think, I think uh, Bill's point here that we're, it's not a static sort of a thing anymore. Uh, the the uh, uh, advent of the internet and all the technology has made us a, a really small uh, globe right now. And I'm not sure that anybody quite understands what's going on right now, uh, even the experts in it. I mean, the people that put those derivatives together that caused so much trouble in the, the home uh, loan situation. Now listen, home ownership is a correct policy. I mean, it was spoken of earlier, you know, uh, somebody mentioned that in Russia they didn't paint homes. Yeah. And, and when, you, when you have a proprietary interest in something, it's a benefit to the, to the whole community. And, and, and as Christians, you know, we're, 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 we use the word shalom you know, which is, which is not just a word of peace, it, it, it's a word that encompasses, uh, Chuck Colson speaks a lot about this, that, that, it's, that it's a thing that's, it's a community, it's a harmony, it's a, it, you know, it's not just that people aren't at war, and it's, it's where, it's really the manifestation of loving your neighbor as yourself, and really what loving our neighbor as ourselves is really loving God, because he said the second commandment's like the first, so. Yeah. Other, other, other questions? Can I just say, you may. help your students understand that poverty is not an advanced spiritual condition. Amen. This is something that lies on our culture like a blanket. The idea that everything else being equal, the poor person is spiritually better. And it's terrible biblical interpretation to start with. They really need to understand that and they need to relate money to their life in the kingdom of God. So I just think that what you're talking about is so important, and especially in view of the fact that money isn't what it used to be, and probably no one really knows what it is now, except it does function in exchange between people. And then I'll just top it off, add one last comment. Um, I don't believe we can, we can obviously, I don't think none of us will agree that we can make people care. Um, you know, if there, you know, there's a spiritual, there's a professional, there's a work ethic apathy that very potentially we might agree that has fallen across our country. 
but um, like anything else, um, when something becomes personal to you or to the next person, then we have a tendency to get involved. You know, um, my husband's going through some stomach issues and I'm learning more about the internal workings of the body than I ever had before because it is more important to me. It's hitting us at home. It's, it's more in the area we live. So now I'm invested in learning more about that and being participating in that. I think what I, so we cannot, impact others people's apathy directly but what we can do and what i do believe is that as opportunities come to them where they become more interested in how the economy how life how joblessness home marriage impacts them in their own life i think that becomes the opportunity for us which is what i believe we're doing here today is start the preparation process and the sowing of the seeds to be able to be ready to address those things to lead them along the path for uh, spiritual maturity and along the path and the plan that god has for them there another another thought for you there there's a great little talk by Lewis to the freshman uh, at Oxford in 1939. The title of the talk is Learning in a Time of War. And, you know, in that he identifies all the major things, most of the major things in life are out of our control. He also points out that, that uh, we shouldn't stop doing something because right. we're in the midst yeah, right, right. of a crisis yeah, right. that He's, we shouldn't. Right, he said, and, and, but you, you do have some control over something, and that's what you're going to do tomorrow, and you ought to be learning the classics tomorrow. <laughs> that, that's what you can do. And you also preempted it with the, the thought, you better understand what your relationship is to the person who is in control. Yes. But, you know, you, you, weren't, you didn't have a control of the, the, the family you were going to be born in. He goes on and on and on and identifies those things in life, those major things in life that we have no control over. So while we talk about the, the uncertainty of today, uh, I sometimes think of the uncertainty of my parents um, when, when the Second World War was starting off and where we were or not in the war and then Pearl Harbor and then all the other things, you know, and then they sent some of their kids to war. I mean, you know, that was, I mean, that was pretty uncertain times. And there is a principle in the kingdom, Isaiah 58, when we give ourselves to the hungry and the homeless, and then our light will rise in darkness and our healing will come. Myself, as a discipline to, to see that in my own life, is, is that I've chosen to go and, and teach a Bible study to prisoners for the last 22 years. And everybody says, oh gosh, how altruistic and how wonderful. And I go, no. Uh, you know, we think we have problems. but. You want to meet somebody that has problems. Meet a, a we had, I had a, a guy the other day, his, his, uh, um, his wife and children were in a homeless shelter and they were gonna be kicked out in one week if they didn't get adequate financial support to help them. Now that's a guy that's got a problem. And, and so, and what happens is, is we stop looking and concentrating on our problem and concentrating on others as a, as a, a choice to love God, it turns out that he normally takes care of our problems. They ultimately work out. 